I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The Trevor Brookin and Billy Bones Paolo DiCaprio West Ham United We celebrate our victories We stick together Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. Uh, season 10, episode 28. The old gang are back in town again, and we're Champions League contenders. Uh, no Canning Town Len tonight. He's uh, got a problem with his car, but the old gang has reformed. It's like the Beatles again. And let's start with John. Where are you? What are you doing? Hello. I'm in my loft talking to you. Uh, <laughs> Ringo, better known as uh, Shedman, where are you? What are you doing? Ringo? Yeah. What's Ringo? Follow One of the Beatles. Get that. That makes you Paul. No, I was going to make you Paul. Who am I then? Well, I'm I John. I'd, I, thought I'd oh, be, no. I thought I'd be George. John would be John. Oh, yeah, you of course you'll be George. I'm Paul. Of course I'm Paul. <laughs> Yeah, of course, George. I was going to be George, but of course it'll be make more sense for you to be George. I didn't think this through, did I, George? No, surprise. Ringo, where are you? What are you doing? Oh, well, I was in my shed, but I got kicked out. Who did you get out. you? By? Well, my son. I put the heater on, nice and warm, and then he's in there watching play. Oh, I don't know what he's doing. Well, playing what games. is he watching? What What do young people watch nowadays? Eh? Japanese stuff, mate. Don't, oh, don't. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> the way they blur it all out and everything else. It's a bit weird. <laughs> oh, I mean, if you're going to watch that kind of stuff, don't blur it out. <laughs> it's funny. Everybody knows what I'm talking about on this on this podcast. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's not that. He watches that anime stuff. So it's, oh, that's even worse. I know it's got it's, worse. It's it's like, oh, I don't know what the word is. Does anyone know what the word with an H begins? Hentai. No, no, it's got another word. Anyway, well, is it? 
welcome. And 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 finally, George. <laughs> yeah, hello, hello. Yeah, I'm here. Surprise. <laughs> yeah, which which um, makes me pull. Um, I am recording a podcast doing... with you in my front room. Excellent, excellent. Well, well, fourth place. We're still fourth place, aren't we? We are for Until, a while. Well, for now, top team in London in the Premier League. Uh, above so Liverpool, now. right? Which is not in London. Uh, above Chelsea, above Arsenal, above Spurs, we are top of the London pyramid. Uh, we're in a Champions League place. We've got six wins out of six. Can life get any better? Yeah, I'm being philosophical. Uh, oh well, well, let's start with you, John, because we've got two games to discuss tonight. So, out of our six games, six games in January, let's discuss two of them. Okay. Um, the the first one being uh, well, I've got to remember now. Doncaster, Doncaster, <laughs> Doncaster Rovers. Oh, there's just so, so many wins. It, it must be what it's be like to be a Man City or a Man U fan, where you just win so many games, you forget which ones you've won. Um, Doncaster, four goals to nil to the Hammers yeah. at the London Stadium. Discuss. Well, I'm sure I settled down to watch it with like everyone else and was really surprised at our professional approach and how good we looked. And I know it was only Doncaster, apologies to Doncaster, but mm. you know, we do time and time again struggle against teams like that and to yeah. see us in so much control. As we it, did with Stockport. Yeah, I, I know it was it, a muddy pitch. The pitch but... had a, and the conditions levelled that out slightly, but um, yeah, it was just, it was quite incredible watch, I think. It was pretty much refreshing, no, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like the reserve players as such, with a mixture of your Sue Checks and your Four Nows in there. Yeah. Four Nows scored in, in 90 seconds. Yeah, what, he did. What, who else set that other record? Have you been paying attention? No. Uh, John? I haven't, no. I will move this over. You can f- ask a friend. You ask George. I know. I know. George will know. Go on, George. Do you know why? Who else scored in ninety seconds? The first player for now was Diafrasako. You are correct. What game was that? Manchester United. Du- double points. Well done, George. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> You're paying attention. I was going to come to Nigel. I know Eddie wouldn't know it, but well done, George. Um, John, so four nails in 90 seconds, Yarmolenko on 32 seconds. What a, finish. What a finish by Yarmolenko. Yeah, you know, great. I mean, it, it, was, it was the whole thing. Played as a striker, I think, yeah. and, and, and and that's what Moy said. Um, I, I thought he was playing up front, but as you said, 4-3-3, four, four, three, three. <laughs> which I don't think it was, <laughs> but you keep on insisting <laughs> on it. <laughs> <laughs> was it not Sean? Uh, yeah, no, sure. it wasn't. Um, yeah, it wasn't. Oh, it's oh you keep on. You just try and throw me a, <laughs> off the scent, don't you? It's 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 a conspiracy by you three. Um, uh, just yeah. so I'll go on some something else and talk about it or write about it and say it was a four three three and I look like an idiot. <laughs> Is that your plan? Did, no. did you not? Did you no, not write it anywhere? No. I just yeah. thought they don't know what they're talking about. Well, you're learning. You're learning. Yeah. But no, yeah. So, yeah, it was just, you know, take into account it was Doncaster, but the whole thing was like a breath of fresh air to watch a game like that 
in a cup game and not be concerned at all. And just some of it was, you know, some of the flicks and passing and one touch and movement and it was re- it was just a really, really good watch. I really enjoyed it. Now, John, another point. You can redeem yourself now because your son has scored two points. You can score two points. We can score three points by naming the three debutants from the academy. Full names. Uh, I will uh, pass on that. Really? <laughs> or, well, you can't even, even name one. I won't even have a guess. You can name one. George. Go on, George. Um, well, Nathan Trot was one of them. He was. Yes, that's one point. That was the one I thought you'd get, John. Yeah, I know, but it's, it, yeah, I can. The other two go on. Off you um, go. Dapo Afalayan. Yeah, that's two. Well done. Dapo. And uh, Baptiste. Jamal Baptiste. Well done. You've got five points now. Thank you, well John. Well done. Thank you're, you're, you're caning this <laughs> quiz tonight. George, Nigel's going, I've been asked a single question. So, uh... <laughs> it's going to come up in the next game. Yeah. Um, and, and obviously, Dapo scored as well. Um, what a debut to, to make. And, and um, Anton Ferdinand said, John, um, you know, great to see five um, uh, academy graduates on the pitch so another two points john it's like a quiz tonight who were the other two academy graduates on the pitch at the time the graduates on the pitch oh i don't know what's his name on the left the left back i, can't, I haven't got my head on tonight Sean. ben johnson ben johnson, ben johnson. right there's another point for george no, you can have that, one. Can have that one that's who he's thinking of yeah and i didn't the realize other one? i was doing a quiz um nigel no. Nigel. Sorry, say that again. <laughs> we, 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 we've got five. There were five graduates on the pitch. We've got the three new guys and we've got Ben Johnson. Who was the fifth one? Mark Noble. Mark Noble. Well oh, done. You've you got go. a point. Well done. It's got a point. Um, remind me, don't never have you on a quiz team if, if we ever do a West Ham quiz. Well, just, just remind me. I've got a hell of a lot of stuff going on. My brain is frazzled. So anything. Um, thanks for taking part anyway anything else you want to say on the Doncaster game before we move on to George no I think I think I think I've said enough Sean I think I think you have I have Uh, Georgie Georgie surely I've said enough I've got like 20 points or something you've got six I will echo John's sentiments really I think we were messaging at the time as well saying similar things it was just it was refreshing to see us comfortably perform a hell of a lot better than the team we were facing from a lower league. I know they're only League One, aren't they? So they're not miles off. But it's uh, it, like John said, it's not every tournament or round that we play against teams like that that we do turn up and play that way. And it was just nice to see. And it was, it was good to see we didn't have to use Mikel Antonio. Um, so I'm going to ask you a question on the strikers. Obviously, we we uh, he tried out um, Andre Yomalenko, who, who I think played as striker for Dynamo Kiev, Kiev and maybe Ukraine up front. Uh, Dapo came on, obviously, and scored. And uh, obviously, we got Mippo, 
uh, waiting in the wings who, who was out because he didn't train because he Sounds got like a kids' TV program, didn't it? I know. Mippo, Dappo. Mippo, Dappo. Uh, which is great. I can't pronounce like their names anyway. The 17 lineup from 20 years ago. So, the killer question, George, is do you, do you think we've got enough in reserve without stri- signing a backup striker from what you saw against Doncaster Rovers? Uh, we, we again talked about this on the group. I think we. I think we have got enough if we need to have that enough. <laughs> um, All right, think, that's absolutely. Well, I think. Well, I think. I think. Ideally, I'd like a, a backup striker that's a little bit more proven and perhaps a little bit more experienced. Um, but if worst comes to worst and we have to settle for that, I don't think we're at the in the worst position we could be. Put it that way. Um, more on that later. We might discuss uh, Hang Lee. I uh, know Hang He Chan. Um, I think I've got that right. <laughs> I'll check later. Um, maybe Lee actually. Um, <laughs> Nigel, <laughs> is there anything left for you to discuss about Doncaster Rovers in the FA Cup? Uh, um, and was it a bad thing that we already knew the uh, uh, the result to the fifth round? Nigel? Is he there? Oh, Nigel. Gone. Sorry, I muted myself because I was coughing. <laughs> um, ah, that's all right. Uh-oh. I will then go back to what I was saying, which was we knew who we had in the fifth round before we played the third round. Yeah. So it was sort of of an um, anti-climax then. But with the way we're playing now, um, it's something to really look forward to. There's a good chance of progression, twofold. The one, the way we're playing, and two, Man United have got possibly bigger fish to fry, depending on how Solskjaer sees it, because they kickstart back into Europe competition. I think just after the the cup game. So, in in regards to knowing who we had in the fifth round, I don't think it affected it with the Doncaster game. Before, I think on the Friday night, I was an Orange United with a Doncaster fan who waxed absolute lyrical, or it may have been just before the game, about how good Doncaster were. And he was quite a knowledgeable chat on Doncaster. Um, he ran in, he runs like a, a fan channel, a Doncaster. I think he's got probably less listeners than us, but still, never mind. What's so, well, yeah, it, it, it taught like that, like Yorkshire, the, uh, and Doncaster, and Donny, and, and stuff like that. But it, it got me and still <laughs> not worried, you know, because we're listening to him. And he's still, like, he's still got the gift of the accent. Yeah, I, I know, yeah. mate. Nailed it to a T. Nailed it, nailed it. So, what, um, he, he, I mean, he was comparing some of his players to, like, De Bruyne and, 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 and people like that. And you think, is this going to be a tough game? And then we sit down to watch it, and 90 seconds later, you think, well, that's game over, isn't it? Not, not being harsh on Doncaster, but in the, the four nails his opener um, was a great goal. And it, we just continued in that vein, which is, you know, I was wondering where the West Ham of early season had gone after the likes of the 3 nils win at um, Leicester, the 4-0 win over Wolves. We started the season well, scoring goals, 
recently we'd sort of gone to one nil wins, but now that seems to have been for whatever reason cured and fixed. We're backfiring, scoring goals again, but looking so attacking and looking really well and very un-West Ham-like. Not only do we look good going forward, but we do look rock steady at the back, he says before we get on to the Crystal Palace game. Mm. Does the FA Cup still matter? I know there was a controversial blog by someone saying that, um, you know, the big teams don't take it seriously and the magic's gone out. I would argue that the person that wrote that blog knows nothing about the the, the average fan themselves. Yeah, or, or possibly football and the way that fans perceive it and has perhaps spent too long obnobbing with the uh, bigwigs or people that run football and, and, you know, got his head in the journalism cloud that he's blind to what the, 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 I, the football I fan respond. in the street, Sean. I would respond and say they weren't his views. He he borrowed it off someone else. Oh, so well, he never said that. He put that out as his view. You know, it's well, all did right. you read it? Did you read it? Well, I read the beginning, Sean. And to be honest, I did read the beginning. Yeah, and then it yeah. was like the usual guff that that I I, I think um, gets put out at times by you when you're just trying to be oh, a oh, bit... Oh, we talking about me, are we? Yeah, well, right, we know okay. it's you, don't we? Trying to be a bit controversial. Trying to, If you think you're clever. And, it, uh, you know, and it, articles like that highlight to me why you're very disliked by a section of the fan base. Because <laughs> I could you. go off your fight to read that a lot, to be fair. Let's have a stat attack. Uh, West Ham had 20 shots, 11 on target. Woo. And Doncaster had 4-2 on target. Uh, we had 67% of possession, which meant they had just 33. Uh, we had double their passes. Our accuracy uh, was 88%. So, um, job done. And as you say, uh, absolute resounding. It was a it was a joy to see. And uh, I think I agree with you that um, the... Um, Stockport County game, the pitch was awful, which sort of stifled us, but um, it was a very free, free-flowing free game. I was very, um, like someone else said, I was very encouraged by Yarmolenko um, and think I think he could be the next uh, midfielder turned striker. Let's move on to last night. Let's bring us right up to date. Um, even though, even though he played for his country up front. Yeah. Yeah, even though he played for his country up front. Good point. Well made. Uh, <laughs> Quick story, bro. Um, we obviously, you, you lot not can be bothered to record on, on Monday. So uh, uh, we are doing two games tonight because last night was um, uh, the Eagles, Selhurst Park, Crystal Palace. Uh, three C-P-F-T. games to two. Let's go in reverse order. So um, this time, so let's start with you, Nigel. Um, Palace mm. domination. Um, it's a nightclub, isn't it? Where you hang about? <laughs> not anymore. Not in lockdown. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Obviously, not the best start, was it? Not that I witnessed it because. Um, yeah, you had to missed it. Yeah, missed I missed it. I missed the first always um, fifteen minutes. Obviously, I've seen the goals and, and the start. <laughs> so Palace get the start again. We could say 
un-West Ham-like. We're straight back in the game mm-hmm. with Suchek. Um, perhaps you could remind me Eight of the goal. Um, was this the one that um, he headed yeah. in? Yeah, Antonio cut it back. Yeah, that's it. Uh, and then <laughs> I managed to tune in to see Creswell about to take a free kick. Uh, you know, you think, wow, I shout out, blimey, it's one all already. And then it curled a lovely ball in. Obviously, I think someone said it looked like VAR were trying to find a way to disallow it. Yeah. yeah. They were looking at handball. They were looking at offside. None were there. And so he squeezed it in. The goalkeeper should look at himself beaten at the near post like that. There was just enough room for the ball to go through and Suchek got it through. We go 2-1 up. But again, we're still on the front foot. 30 seconds after going 2-1 up, I t- you know, I turn around and Antonio's got the ball in it in the post. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that he second might, goal was on 20, 25. Yeah. That, that, that was 25, so you must have missed a bit more than 15 minutes. Well, pr- yeah, all right. So, um, well, literally, that's when I turned on for the free kick. So, um it's, uh, and let, let me ask you about something about Mr. Potato Salad and Rice. Um, I wrote a story today, and you're going to poo-poo it, um, saying uh, using – I want to find a reason to use the Potato Salad and Rice picture from, from social media. And I said um, – Who called it Potato Thomas, Salad and Rice? Uh, you. Well, no, right. He put it, but oh, it's just, it's, yeah, it's just typical it Sean. A, it's just yeah. typical Sean just trying to get down with the kids, the teenagers on Twitter that have all this fun and all these. It was on the Instagram. It's on Insta. Oh. It's just like, oh, Sean, come so on. So anyway, potato salad and rice is what Rice um, said. If if rice is worth a hundred million, and and again, David Moyes says Bank of England money. What I, I said, then Thomas Suchek, who's as a defensive midfielder, scored seven goals this season, has got to be worth 100 million too. How, what's your valuation of um, Suchek? The I don't value players because players uh, realistically don't have a value. They're worth what a club is willing to pay for them. Well, all right. What would a club be willing to pay for Thomas Suchek? I don't know. Who sure. wants to buy him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> And if there's more than oh, one cup, play the game, guys. Come on. Come so, on, play the game. I don't play that game, Sean. You know I don't. You know, oh, ask the others that, how old is Suchek? 27. Or 25. Listen, you know you ain't going to get 100 million for rice. You know, you know, with our owners, I'd be surprised if they got 70 million. They might have But with Suchek... I suppose. I, don't know. I know we're a top four club. Does he does start turning does he start turning well, heads of you know, Man United, Chelsea? We're a top four club today. Unless you're listening after if you're listening after ten o'clock tomorrow night, we're not a top four club anymore. <laughs> yeah. So depending on when you're listening. Negative, Nigel. It's not negative. It's a fact, isn't it? Tottenham and Liverpool play tomorrow, so one of them will go above us. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about another signing that has been uh, magic, and that is Craig Dawson. Uh, with with one arguably put the the game to bed with his uh, with his magnificent header that he wanted more than anyone else. Mm. Great header. I, I we mean, nearly it, signed Tukowski for 35 million, yeah. right? 
and we got this guy on loan for next to nothing with like a two million pound uh, option to buy. Which the people would have been heavily criticised for and everything else that goes with that. But then again, I'm not being funny. I wasn't enamoured with the Dawson signing. I, you know, I wasn't one that slaughtered him. I wasn't one that was worried. I f- he, he's sort of a steady... It's uninspiring, wasn't it? It's uninspiring. And also, it goes against what I'm still looking for, which I'm still looking for, is for us to start signing younger players yeah. to actually prepare... It must be trust, though. Yeah. Well, or are you, are you still anti Moyes this week? No, was it needs must? I'm not anti Moyes. Not in Moyes we trust, but I'll come in. Oh, you yeah, don't mind me. Yeah, see, you stand there and bark. Thank you. Oh no, no. Oh, I'm being asked Dodsey to have a word with you about dog. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we know you're here now. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, will you shut up? <laughs> dear, oh dear, will not listen. Tell Dogs our listeners what kind of dog is it? If you're going to have a dog on the podcast, at least introduce your dog. Uh, it's Richie the cockapoo. Uh, it sounded like that bark. Um, I know that sound. Yeah, they're, 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 they're lovely dogs. Lovely dogs. Um, very needy dog. Won't leave you alone. Especially at three o'clock in the morning when they want to go out and they scratch your head till you wake up. <laughs> but anyway. Okay. Back Great to where awesome. I was. Three, two, one. Back in the room, and I've totally forgot what I was talking about. We were talking Craig about Craig Dawson. Dawson. Oh, it was a great goal. It wasn't a player thing. Oh yeah, we were back to Moyes. Right here we go. Now we've got an average age. I think is the oldest Premier League team in the season. Twenty-eight and a half average age of the team. Is that true? Well, that is the true average age. We got no, the oldest. We got the oldest average age in the Premier League. Is that true? Yeah. Well, I, I watched the highlights at lunchtime today on Match of the Day, and that who's that Scott? Is it the girl on there? Whatever she was doing that Scott. Yeah. After she said they got a really young, hungry team. Oh, so West Ham. Well, you're not well, having a little pop against female commentators, there, John. No, I just took her. I just no, took, her, saying- I took <laughs> her for her word. Well, I don't. I don't know if we were. Oh, I'm surprised to hear. Let's go through it quickly, yeah. Fabianski, 35. Dawson, 30. Ogbonna, 32. Creswell, 32. Yeah. Left back, Kufau, 28. We're moving in the middle. Rice is young. Creswell, 32, is he? I believe so, yeah. Um, So we've got Suchek and Rice in the middle. But then when you bring Noble on, that ups that. Ben Rama is, what's Ben Rama? 23, 24. Uh, Antonio is our old... 28. No, he's on 28. He's 25, I think, as well. Antonio's about 32, 30, 31, 32. Yeah. Sean, do you not know the answer to this? Which one? Do we not have the average age of the squad? I've, I haven't looked it up. Um, Antonio's a story for you, anyway. I? I will, I'm, I'm, that's why I'm interested. I probably yeah. will run it. <laughs> Well, no, but if you oh, look at it, and therefore what you got to do is you, you got to look forward, like four or five years. I mean, four or five who, who years do I time. Owe, uh, Zero point six five of a pence to. Well, it depends how many stories you get out of it, Sean. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, probably two. Let's be honest. Well, that's thirteen p then. Um, yeah. So, if you look at the back line in four or five years' time, it's, you'd be lucky yeah, to yeah, find any of them playing. That's why we've got. You know, that's why we've got Diop ready, and that's why Diop's not going. You know, the manager thinks. The manager said, 
you need experience at the back, centre back, and and Diop is is for the future. You're right, and Obono, uh, who had a really good game last night, obviously he's not only got a couple more years in him, and Craig Dawson. I mean, my criticism you know, of it is not so much about the team that they've got. But even to the fact is Jesse Lingard is, what, 27, 28 now. So if it's a loan with an option to buy, the the problem for me is Golden Sullivan, since they've bought the club, have only ever bought for the here and now. And the problem with buying for oh, the here, here and now is... No, it is. And the problem with buying for the here and now David is... David Moyes, we're going to come to this later, has complete control over transfers. All right, well, the complete. problem with buying for the here, here and now is that it only services the here and now and it kicks it down the can and you end up with possibly two or three years' time disjointed squad looking at relegation again. West Ham have not built a team to last like Leicester did to last three, four, five, six years. They've built a team to last this season. Okay. Well, let's, let's move on. Stat attack. Uh, West Ham had 17 shots, seven on target, with 45% possession away from home. Um, Crystal Palace, the Eagles, had six shots, three on target, two went in, with 55% possession. John, what have you got to add? Uh, was it comfortable watch last night? I, I thought you were going in order, so it's George next. Oh, you're right. It is right. Yeah. You're George. George, was yeah. it comfortable watch? Um, it was a weird one. Obviously, we didn't start well, but I thought we controlled the game. I didn't particularly feel that Palace were ever going to win the game. I did for a while, whilst we kept missing chances, think that Palace could get back into the game and nick a draw. Um, obviously, they scored late on, but it was too late. Um, so, I wouldn't say it was a completely comfortable watch. I enjoyed the watch, and... Again, I was surprised at how well we performed. You know, we're consistently looking like the better team in in almost every game we play, and I, don't, I didn't particularly feel under threat at any time. The threat to me last night was more our inability to finish than Palace threatening us. Who was your man of match, excluding Suchek? <laughs> excluding Suchek, um, it's too obvious. Well, well, if he's bound of the match, he's bound of the match. He's got two goals. Well, it's like, you know, you can bet on a horse excluding the favourite. I'm, I'm, I'm making the rules up as I go along. I thought I thought Fournals had a good game. I thought yeah, Ben yeah, Rama had a good game. Bowen was a bit quiet, wasn't he? He was. He was immense, but he was, was uh, yeah, quite a quiet game. And he, he kept up his uh, record by being substituted off again, of course. <laughs> Most substituted player. Um, I mean, that's part of my question, maybe, to you. You know, you, you picked up Fornells and, and Ben Rama. You know, with, there's talk of Jesse Lingard, and we're, we're going to talk about that later. Um, but where, where does Jesse Lingard fit into the team that played last night, George, if, if Fornells is on form like he is, and ben, ben Rama had one of his best games in a West Ham shirt? Where do you fit Jesse Lingard into that team? Who would you drop? Oh, he's just another option. Uh, so he's on the bench, is he? Did he get start- into the team last night? To start with, I think he's on the bench, and then he'll get his chance. And if he takes it, you know, it's whoever he. Who do you replace? Go on, I'm going to be harsh. Who, who do you, well, it's who do you be, drop? It's, it's going to be Ben Rama or Fournals, isn't it? I don't think yeah, Bowen will ever be dropped because he is a threat down that side. Um, if I had to pick, I'd probably say Fournals because for me, he isn't consistently performing. He was I know he's like to score he works hard. 
I mean, obviously, he scored against Doncaster. He was un- unlucky to not score last night, wasn't he? Uh, was he? Yeah, he had a uh, a really good chance that he uh, he uh, he missed. Right, that what well, maybe? But then, yeah, there you go. Point proven. He doesn't finish. Yeah. Anything else to say about the game, George? Uh, just that I hope Antonio's got his shooting boots on for the game at the weekend because he missed a lot of chances, and I think he yeah, made fun he of himself after the I game as well. We, he hit the post twice. He did. And I think I think there was another two clear cut chances where he uh, he he didn't finish. He, I mean, to be fair to him, um, I I did the ratings last night um, for Clarence Hume, and, and and I I gave him eight because I said he did everything. I mean, he gave assist. His power and hold up play was brilliant, but he didn't score a goal, and that's what he's there for. He didn't finish. Um, whether he was unlucky. But it was good that they came from from other people, really, including Mister Potato Salad. Anything else before we move on to your father? No, no, that's it. Granddad John. Yes. Grandpa, is it Grandpa? What are you? Which one are you? Whatever. I really don't. I really don't mind. Grandpa. <laughs> Granddad is fine. Yes. All right, Granddad. Okay. Um. Eagles. Well, the Eagles, the mighty Eagles. Mighty Eagles. Um, Stripey Nigels, as they're often called. Very much so. Did, did uh, you fancy the win beforehand? Uh, it's, a, it's a funny team, Palace, for us, isn't it? We, we do get these games where we we give them a good old sort of turning over. They also can really push us at times. They quite We quite often get a draw where they'll equalise right at the death or something. I remember a few times where, you know, we could kept the win and then Zahar squeezes a goal in with about two minutes to go. But, um, yeah, you know, I'm starting to feel like we can beat anyone and that's an unusual feeling, isn't it, as a West Ham fan? So, yeah, I was very hopeful of a win. I finally didn't think it was the end of the world when we won one goal down early on. Yeah, was I, I, sort I, of, I sort of thought, you know, if you're going to concede a goal, <laughs> three minutes is a good time to concede yeah, one, really. And to be fair, not long after that, we we kind of dominated the game and kept control of it, really. That special. I mean, there seems to be something that whenever, same with uh, Everton, and, and I try and be, you know, West Ham are good, but sometimes I, I, I sort of end up saying, because... You know, you, you end up like this is a West Ham game. We didn't really turn up, you know. Crystal Palace weren't really at the races. Benteke really didn't look anything special. Zaha, apart from that one goal, didn't have a great toys game. out of pram or a few times. Yeah. It's stupid um, And Bashuai was very lucky to, to get that goal at the end. I think we yeah, just switched off. I mean, and, and it was, we knew even though that goal went in, you know what? I mean, literally they went to the center spot and they, it blew up for full time. So well, even, you know, people even going, even Oh, I panicked when it went three, two. Um, it wasn't quite, they never yeah. had a chance have another chance today. Even, even Hodgson said after the game that, you know, West Ham looked like a different level. He yeah. actually said that he actually said they were much wow. better. So, so let's, let's it's, about... it's strange. It's a strange. This this whole scenario going on at the minute is 
you know, what, what can you say? Yeah, it was I just... mean, the, the, the bits I saw in the pictures, I don't know if we shared them on the group, but, you know, the camaraderie, the team spirit. I spoke to someone at the club today who said, you know, you've got to see it in the dressing room. You know, the the joy, the togetherness, the bonding that is going on in this team is something they've not witnessed in a long time. And they it just means so much to them. And you could see that with the TV footage when they won and, and the look on Suchek's face and Rice's face. You know, you can just feel the joy and the camaraderie of, of, of a team bonding and, and just that that real confidence. And, you know, for me, you know, six wins in six. You know, David Moyes said at a press conference about two weeks ago, he was asked about transfers. And he said, I'm not focusing on transfers. I've got four games to win this month. And that I'm not I'm not bothering focusing on transfers. I'm focusing about winning the next four games. And do you know what? He bloody well did it. He won those four games. This was obviously at the beginning of January when we'd already won the first two games. Well done, David Moyes. And and I and I wrote an article this morning saying if he doesn't win Ka-ching. manager Premier League manager of the month for winning six games out of six and going top four, <laughs> something is very, very wrong with this competition and it's fixed. He was nominated in November when he had a hundred percent record in November. He lost that to Jose Mourinho. If he doesn't win it the, for, for the January, then I'm 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 done with manager of the month. I'm never voting in ever again. Is it a vote do we vote? I don't even know. It was a fan vote. Yeah, you can vote. It's a public vote. Well then this that's is why. a problem, you know. Yeah, well, that'd why. be why then. <laughs> well, it's a it's a public vote, and and um, I think it takes some players and some other bits. So, John, right. let, let me finish with the manager. I gave him eleven out of ten. What? How? How long a contract would you give him um, based on his uh, performance in January, or would you? I you, would. You, you're David uh, Sullivan. I would uh, for for both of them. I don't see why why they couldn't just agree a one year rolling. Oh, really? Give That's an interest. Give them both. You know. It's, I've Moyes needs to get control, doesn't he? He needs to stamp authority, and it, it strikes me that in some cases he is, in some things he's not. And I know he's he's spoken a lot about now trying to build the club up properly and yeah, build the club and scouting and all this. So I would I would go. I would talk down them lines. So, so then if Sullivan tries to cross him, he can walk away, you know. George. Hello. Contract. How long? Uh, I think the club should give him whatever he wants, personally. Um, whether that is, as John suggested, a little bit of a out there. I'm asking what you would give him. Oh, is it? Sorry, I didn't, I didn't know that was a question. Yeah. What? what um, you're David Sullivan. All right, David. Hello. Um, All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, how long? How big a contract? You're going to show, what faith would you show in him? Your dad says uh, one year rolling. Interesting. You, you be David Moyes. I'll be David Sullivan. Yeah. All right. Uh, give us a contract, David. How long? How long do you want? Uh, Fifteen years. <laughs> yeah. Done. <laughs> You've been making a very bad chap. Just gave me a fifteen-year contract. Yeah, Jesus. Fine. Yeah, I'm saying grand a year. Yeah, wages, didn't we? Uh, voice of reason, Nigel, David Moyes. How long would you give him? 
I would give him two years. Well, that's the magic answer because I think that's exactly uh, the um, contract he's going to be awarded. Well, it's possibly down to the fact that's the MOU by Sullivan when giving out two year contract with an option with an option for a third year. So, does that take us to the twenty? Was it twenty? Oh, don't start! No, don't start. Is it twenty three when they can sell the club? It does. Yeah, no, no, they can sell the club at any time. Yeah. Uh, it's penalty free. Yeah, they can count. They can take all the money it's when it's twenty three. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, that's uh, about right. Transfer. Course, that's not your uh, John. No, you're just being very cynical, there. All right. Yeah. Shall we do a transfer update? Well, we don't have much choice. You're running the show. Uh, it's a transfer update. Do, do, do. Um, we have actually we've signed our second player of January today. Um, oh, we've, here we go. Who's the first? Signed, uh, Frederick Aus or Aves. Oh, the centre back from, from the Danish one. Did you not know? No. We paid about one point two million pound from. Oh, he sounds I forget good. what the Danish club is. He's uh, he's he's been on the bench. Old. He's a good centre back. Um, is he? Um, you seen him play? Yeah. Uh, well, he's a gamble. I've been told he's a gamble. I haven't seen him play. No, George. Good point. Fair mate. Cool. Story, bro. Um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, no, this is becoming your standard answer for when you get called out on the shit you say. Um, so yeah, we've signed. Said Barama from Brentford. So we, we, we. I can't say his name. Barama, Barama. Um, we we've signed him. Um. It's done and dusted. It hasn't been announced. If it hasn't been announced by the time the podcast, that it will it come out. Um, it was on Sky Sports it? News before I came on. Yeah, but it hasn't been announced on the club, is what I mean, officially. Oh, well, it's, it's in Sky Sports News as, as official. So, well, so I, do, I just sent it on the WhatsApp group because it's saying that he's done and now West Ham are in talks with. Well, well that, we're discussing that. So we, what we did, we paid four point two five million loan fee. We've now paid, or we've agreed to pay, another twenty one point seven five million to make it a twenty five million pound fee for a five year deal. We're going to pay over five years to Brentford. Um, I don't know whether we're actually paying them any money up front, or or whether we're paying in uh, the summer. Probably, if I know Sullivan, it will be in the summer. So it, it didn't really make a lot of difference to us because he he failed a problem to do with his blood in the, in the medical as long as he passed that he was rescreened and he came out okay then we always had an obligation to buy him david Suller, uh, david moyes said so much in his presser last night you know we're always going to buy him whether we whether we buy him now and make it permanent or in the summer it doesn't make any difference to me um so we've now freed up a domestic loan uh josh king could be a loan you never know um but obviously, the, the 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 all the talk, and it is I can confirm it. We are in talks with Jesse Jesse Lingard. I know a lot of people have said it's done. It's not. As we speak today, Monday, ten minutes to seven, it's not done. Manchester United have asked for a massive fee, a seven-figure fee. I don't know the actual number um, for a loan fee to have him. Um, I think he's on about seventy-five grand a week. Um, Moyes does want him. We'll see. I think my gut feel it will get over the line, but I think there's a lot of haggling with agents and uh, and and Man United before it goes. 
like I said earlier, I don't really know where he's going to fit in without dropping Fornells or Ben Rama. But I guess if we're going to be in Europe and Champions League, then we need a big squad. What's um, his contract um, situation? Sure. He's only got another year left. So what was that, George? Well, you said if we're in the Champions League, Next we need season. more players. Yeah, I know. If maybe, he's alone, they will go. Maybe there's an option to buy, but he's only got a year left anyway. And, and maybe that's the reason there's a big loan fee. Um, as for, um, you know, there's been talk about this left back from um, Red Bull Leipzig. Um, I Leipzig. forget his name. Leipzig. 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 <laughs> uh, what was his name? His name is, he, he came from Nottingham Forest. Bonswell. Lefty backy. Yeah, the left back. So uh, I know someone who spoke to the agent and said, no, he's not coming to West Ham. So I don't think that one's happening. But I think there is a bit of mileage in this and, and Sky reporting it tonight, saying West Ham are in talks over a loan for the South Korean international striker called Juan He Chan. Sounds Spanish. Um, I probably pronounced that wrong. Um, I know the owners have always wanted um, a South Korean because they think it would allow them to expand the brand into Asia Pacific. And, and, you know, there's a lot of football fanatics. Look what it's done. Uh, Look what it's done in. um, uh, Look what it's done for uh, Spurs with Song. Uh, You know, Song has has sold a lot of shirts in, in South Korea. Um, not that it's all about selling shirts. Yeah, the song has done very well and scored a lot of goals. I he has, think that yes. helps. But look, this guy has been tipped as the replacement. Apparently, he's pacey. Uh, he's not quite got the physique of uh, of Can Antonio, he whip it but... in? He can whip it in, yeah. Um, but he's he's been uh, tipped as the um, replacement for Timo Werner. Um Tim, who, from Ireland? The Irishman that played Tim Tim Irishman for Chelsea now? <laughs> yeah, that one. Oh, dear. Um, who knows? I'm, but, but look, here's my last update. I'll, I'll tell you my last update. You won't like this. Um, but, but I was told that the manager is very happy with his squad and is not fussed about not having a backup striker. Um, The club would like to have an insurance policy by putting a backup striker, but it will be the managed decision. So the manager has got the full back end of the board to get a lone striker in from a board board, um, but it's up to him. And um, David Moyes has clearly clearly said, I'm only going to do it if I can add quality. So this, this might go down to transfer deadline day. Uh, I think this cat South Korean will will get a work permit based on his international appearances, and who well, knows? I thought you but... all over Twitter saying he wouldn't. Well, he wouldn't because I didn't. I, I got told by an I agent thought because he of wouldn't. Brexit, he wouldn't get a permit. Yeah, well, uh, Brexit has. Oh, yeah. changed. Then I made really a good point. Well said. <laughs> so Brexit and rules changed. Hang on, but there is something on this. So come reel it back, George. Uh, John. Um, <laughs> Brexit, they changed the rules for all signings on the 1st January after Brexit. Brexit. And, Brexit. And now there's a point system, you have to get 18 points. So it's not always automatic. So it came in at the same time as Brexit, but it includes non-European uh, signings as well. And it so means you have to... You get points. So for international appearance, you get three points. You get international 
you get more points for how many games you play for your team. And he hasn't played a lot for his team because he's been injured. He's had COVID. You get points for where you're, what league uh, you're in and whether it's one of the top leagues. You also get points for where your club is in the, in the position of the table. So, it, so it, all, that in account, all that into account sounds like he would get a permit. He would get it, yeah. He would. I, when, when I reviewed it, he, he does. He scrapes through. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Um, I don't know. I've never I, seen or anything about I, him. I think there's a... Uh, if just, I think Jesse Lengard probably will come in unless uh, Man United just refuse to deal. I think it's only a 50-50 whether we get a lone striker in or not. I don't think it's a done deal. I think um, Moyes is very wary of the decision he made with Hugo. He doesn't want to make a mistake again. Even if it's alone, he just he doesn't want to bring a player in that he just won't play because he doesn't think he's got the quality. Um, in so why, so it does make you wonder though if how they they're thinking. And I know Nigel, you disagree with something like that. But when you have got someone out there like Diego Costa, who's proven he's he's got another year or two left in him, and you'd have to pay him two hundred grand a week, probably getting for nothing. Yeah, it but could, it's 200 it, grand a week. You'd have to break, you know. It, the, yeah, but you'd get him for nothing. Yeah, but it you'd causes it such nothing. a problem. Every, every, you know, the problem is, John, lots of people have contracts. The best players at West Ham have contracts of what's called a parity contract, which means if you break the ceiling, then they must have parity. So people... Do they really? They do, yeah. It's a common... True story, bro. Um, it's... Well then, you would then you would get over that summer. You would pay him, you would pay him a million pound signing on fee and give him one hundred yeah, grand a week. Uh, or it's, it's, but, you know, he yeah. he he could be the difference between us finishing ninth and us finishing fifth or sixth, or what even is he? he's thirty six, isn't he? No, I think he's thirty two, thirty three, and he'll thirty is other he days. But he, he's proven. And he, he's I, got I an attitude. Say, I don't say he's not, but you might as well you bring know, back. You know, it just makes you wonder whether they, you know, if they're not going to sign anyone, which which is down to them as well. Cause, down to you know, David Moyes, actually. I've been told, you're right, he's 32, Diego Costa. I thought he was older. Yeah. Um, what I'm being told by senior sources, the manager's in charge. I'll back the manager. I think he, he he could have a backup, but it's his decision. And I think if if that's true, that's a refreshing change. He's in yeah, charge. No, no, exactly. And if he decides to if play Yarmolenko up front and rely on that, then that's that's it, isn't it? But it does make you think that if they were to just have a punt on something at this stage, just to push us up. I mean, bit. if I was in David Moyes, what's he got to lose? You know, it's not his money he, alone. You know, what, what anyway, period um, you only get rubbish, or you only you, not rubbish, but you only get panics in January. Yeah, and, true. And the, the, generally, we, we we operate in the January September transfer with yeah, his dodgy we, knees. We, we, and Jared Bowen, he's a mention. And Suche oh, come yeah. in January. Yeah, but generally yeah, Suche came in January. Yeah. You just ruined your own uh, no, no, no. argument. Is generally, we only operate in the January transfer market. The reason why we spent big money on Suchek and Bowen was because we run the ship. Well, actually, yeah. we're not this year. So, while I agree that 
we could do with having let Haller go. That's why I think we need a striker to come in because we let Haller go. So while I agree we need a player to come in, even if it was just for the rest of the season alone, I'm, I, I just don't I don't we've got Mippo and Apo. Yeah, Apo just, and Mippo. Well, yeah, I sound like a couple of clowns. But anyway, <laughs> oh. I don't think that we are desperately in need of players. Even if we have a bad injury problem, yeah. Look, we ain't going down. No, but that's the thing, isn't it? But we we are within touching distance of the top four, really. Uh, yeah, but I think, and this is the thing where I do struggle. I think too many people get carried Touching away. The cloth, or is that something else, John? They look oh, at yeah, no, and really... everything else, and you know, if people get the games in hand. I look at the amount of points we've got on the board rather than league position. Yes, we're touching top four, but it don't mean that just because we're touching it that we should go out and get players in to see if we can get there. We're rather if, hold up till Jan uh, till the summer. And if you've got someone in if you've got someone in who you you pretty much sure could get you six or seven goals, ten goals like a proven, like a Costa no, or something. I can see that, the, yeah, but you can must be able to get him on a loan or a short-term contract. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah he's, he's, free free he's on a, he's on a free, yeah, he's there. Right. That's he's what I'm saying. I don't, where I don't see the need to go out and get, you know, these South Koreans or, or whatever. I mean, or Diogo Costa, you would play him instead of what? Antonio. Mikel Antonio? Yeah. You wouldn't be so reliant on Antonio. Yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway, moving on. Any other business before we move on to question time? No. All good. All good, uh, right? Still, thanks for the... Uh, we had a, a little mention from Hamish United. Still no announcement on the, on their survey. I'm going to continue to uh, press them to reveal how many people filled the t- survey in and when it's going to be announced, but uh, I'll be writing to them this week. Um, I think it's time for this. It's Facebook, Twitter, question time, where you, the eight listeners, get to ask us, the four podcasters, questions, if Nigel remembered to ask a question, that is, and if he's opened Facebook in time to find the questions without his dog, Cockapoo, snapping at his Hills. Nigel. Recording tonight a top four podcast with the top four presenters. I did write that because I <laughs> thought Len was going to be here. Because <laughs> I then put in brackets Sean as well. Uh, so what are your top four <laughs> West Ham moments you have seen? Uh, Len's piped up anyway later. Uh, he says, uh, Adam Levitt says, uh, very upset with Sean the other day. How can you say one that they said with no fans they will make the same money? And the other thing is Chelsea frozen their season ticket for the last five years, uh, putting the prices up as a load of toff and Leicester City are a club to do it, Sean. Well, sorry, what have I said and what have I done? I think this was in the um, podcast we did last Wednesday. Well, you cut a short. Because you didn't like what we were saying. I didn't cut you short. I, I listened intently what you had to say, and I gave my passionate view at the end. But what you didn't do was actually give a review of 
their time at the club. You just did a timeline of what had happened. You didn't give a review of actually what they've achieved or haven't achieved. I think I was pretty honest of, of where they failed. We're a football club and I talked about appointment of managers, which is the most important thing they do. I talked about the stadium migration. Um, anyway, we digress. Well, anyway, I, I he, he also points out, which you did say that generally it was older people that were GSB out and Adam is 23 and um, he is definitely GSB out. Ah, but he's a son of an older person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh go away, Sean. <laughs> Anyway, good luck to you, Adam. Uh, Mike Mary, yeah, Adam. yeah, he, yeah. Uh, he does say at the end, keep up the great podcast. Maid Marion is happy birthday to Sean for Monday, blah, blah, blah. As a present, did he get a temporary directorship from Rita so he could tend the game? <laughs> I, uh, no, that would have been on company's house. Um, no. but no. Okay. So, as it's his birthday, what's your favourite cake? Uh, it then goes on to say quickly, I'm assuming from Len's drawing, Nigel's his lardy cake. And uh, Belinda Cacatis would be a Greek honey cake. But what about the rest of you? What's your favourite cakes? I'm a good old-fashioned Victoria sponge fan. I like a lemon drizzle myself. Lemon drizzle. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Sean? Nigel? What, what's my favorite cake? Uh, oh, I'm, a, I'm not really... Oh, I'm trying to think. I don't mind like um, cake. a block forest gal. All right. Is that a cake? Um, hmm. Yeah, some I suppose. Description. It's a gatto. It's a gatto, yeah. I, I, um, See, I don't know if it's a tart or not. I like a chocolate tart. Um, well, the fact it's called tart is not French for tart, is it not? 
I would like I would probably go for a um actually a salted caramel cheesecake. That's a cheesecake. Oh yeah, that's a cake. Yeah. A cheesecake carrot cake, works. that's my favourite. Really? Yeah, that is actually. There you go. Yeah. I do like a cake. Yeah. Well, so does Sean, as we can see. Um, <laughs> it's only good gear. Yeah. <laughs> very good gear. How is your diet going, Sean? It's going all right, actually. Yeah, we're, I'm eating Mindful Chef, um, yeah, if I've plugged it enough. And, uh, Are you, yeah, you getting and a I, discount or something? I've had, uh, well, I'm working on it. And I've had a dry January. I've not drunk any um, alcohol. No alcohol touched my lips in January. So, yeah. How much you lost? Do you know what? I've I've sort of set myself that I'm not going to weigh myself to the end of January. So I'll tell you next week. Woohoo! The big weigh in. We'll have a look. In the red corner. Uh, 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 apologies to Sean's mate Nonsky, Marion continues. Although strictly not a pie, yes, I agree. Your own made pasty surpass even a pie as Nigel sell. He's got a question for Jord. Nope. Uh, oh, naturally, I think it's American football because he says Brady or Mahomes. Uh, well, as a Packers fan slash follower, um, you weren't you were upset then. Uh, I was. It wasn't. It wasn't good. It was. Terrible, it's bad, uh, terrible, bad last play. It was like watching West Ham of old, just making yes. bad decisions. Um, I'm going to go for. The, I don't like Mahomes. I think if Brady does win the Super Bowl with Tampa Bay, he's got to be regard if he isn't already regarded as the best to ever play the game in that position. To go from the Patriots, making him as good as he did for so long, to move to a team that wasn't really in Super Bowl contention and take him to Super Bowl in the first year of being there. Fair play to him. So I'm going to go for Brady. Super Bowl, George? Uh, not next weekend, weekend after. Yeah, if Brady can take the Bucks to win the Super Bowl, I think he is the, he's the greatest quarterback that I've got knowledge of, and mine have probably limited to... Um, America, uh, uh, no, um, <laughs> Phil Sims go back in the eight New York Giants. Um, I can't even remember who the Chicago Bears quarterback was for, um, for the non NFL fans amongst us. It's like, what's, what's it like? It's like, um, club legend. So, say Wayne Rooney, oh, no, no, that's a bad example. Mark, Mark Noble leaving West Ham. And being really, really good, a lot better than he actually is, and West Ham being the best, and moving to a championship team and winning the FA Cup with them, pretty much single-handedly. That's good, yeah. That is good, yeah. I mean, that's a bad example. I'd be better off saying someone else. Good, yeah. Cool story, bro. Uh, next up's Dave Chevitt, my old mate, Evening Dave. He says, evening all, hope you're good well. Another amazing week in the world of West Ham. Top four moments, he's got 45 years. This is a big ass cup final 1980. He did a cameo goal against Wimbledon. An obscure one away, 81, where uh, Trevor Brooklyn curled one in from 20 yards in the first minute, though we did lose 4-1. And lastly, the Villa Park semi-final against Forest. Then, of course, this last week has been so good. Um, we look a good side under Moisey. 
Ben Rama stepping up and Mickey Antonio looking the nuts again. Brady can stay till the weekend, then out, he says. Which Brady are we talking about? I think that was Karen Super Bowl Brady. Brady or Karen? I think that was. Because when we say Brady out, are we still talking about Karen yeah. or are we talking about. It's Brian? always Karen. Okay, fine. And, uh, yeah. Because it could be confusing. No, it's not. Well, not really. If you've just been told he's probably one of the greatest players to ever play the game, you wouldn't want him out, would you? Where Karen Brady is one of the worst directors of football in the history of football. Oh, I get you. Brady out. Simple. Yep. Um, who, who I don't think I've seen attending games at London Stadium during lockdown. I did notice, I don't think the cameras panned onto them. Uh, the directors that were in attendance against Doncaster. Have they asked to not be shown now on TV? Probably. Yeah. Uh, next up, we've got Alan Day, who I think sell Mercedes-Benz in North London, if I remember rightly. Oh, really? Uh, you can Google that. I'm pretty sure they do. Evening chaps, he said, it feels like 85, 86 again. Can we keep it up? Does it? You tell no. me. Great show as ever last week. Uh, question for the Boochies, Nigel and Len. Uh, Sean told us he's on GSB payroll. He puts in brackets. Is it time to give the board some credit for this? He says, I'm not keen on but they seem to have got one thing right. He says, up the hammers, Alan Day in brackets, a tanner. You're right, Al, top man. Uh, top four moment. He said, constantly seeing the team with their backs to the cameras, we were always on the front foot. Good point. Right, so, question, boys. Uh, oh, Nigel, why don't you answer first? Is, <laughs> 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 Thanks. Uh, well, uh, no. Surely they're simple, isn't it? It's done too much wrong. Right, getting any credit for no. one right thing. Also, what is the one right thing? What is their the right thing? What is their right thing? Moyes, I guess. Moyes. What they they fed him, sacked him, and then got him back again. And why did they get him back again? Because he was cheap, and he the fact that he's producing is is, is wasn't really predicted, was it? And I think a lot of it can be put down to. He's got a really good staff. You look at it. I love watching like Nolan in the background jumping up and down every time he scores a goal. It, you know, a lot of the stuff they, that's gone on in there, is, I would thought, is down to Moyes. We could win the Champions League. We could win the Premier League. We could win the FA Cup. We could win the League Club. We could knock down Upton Gardens, rebuild the stadium, and you still wouldn't credit this board. Well, that's not the If they can manage that. Yeah. yeah. If they get up to part, if they build a if they build a football stadium and move us into it, and we get we are challenging so you for the Champions last, League. So it's all about bricks and mortar. You forget about the last eleven years if they do that, yeah. No, you I wouldn't forget about it, but I would give them credit for seeing their mistakes and doing something about it instead of blindly telling us just get on with it. We're the best things that has ever been in football. Okay, You're entitled to your opinion. Yeah, so I am. You're right, George. No, there you go. <laughs> Short and sweet. And, on, and George on. is still still a youngster hanging on in there, just about. Yeah, but he's been he's been um, manipulated by his father. He hasn't lived at home for about seven years or something. 
brainwashed him. He's old enough and ugly enough to make his own decisions. He dent. He he knows that he you know it would get the back of your hand if if you <laughs> uh, if you if he dared uh, say something against them. What what he's seen is Uncle Sean the way he behaves, and he just doesn't want to be like that. <laughs> yeah, don't be like Sean. Don't be like Sean. So Dad must be right. Next up, Mr. Pontief himself, Mr. Simon Pope. This is evening, gentlemen. How are we all feeling about being fourth in the league? Of course, unless you're listening to this like Thursday morning, people then we're fifth. Um, unless Everton win tonight, then we'll be fifth already. Uh, he said, I uh, thought we were excellent last night. Everyone just seems to understand each other. Credit to Moyes. He's really turned this club around. At this rate... Scott Parker will never get his chance, he says with a wink. Dig at me there, Si. Uh, so where are we with the striker situation? Are we likely to get one? Think we can do the bin dippers at the weekend, which could see us third. Yeah. <laughs> we discussed the dry, striker situation. I think we could win on I think we can win at the weekend. I don't see why not. Yeah. I feel on top of the world today. I've wound up Chelsea fans. I've West wound Ham up Liverpool fans. fans. I've wound <laughs> up Spurs fans. I've wound up Arsenal fans. I've wound up Palace fans. You know, we're the top London club, and and this this doesn't come too often. So you're everyone like, at work, shown, yeah. including the chairman. I had to mention where West Ham are and where they are, and you know, it's great. I love it. It doesn't Who's happen very chairman? often. So we should... James Reed. Yeah, what, what club is he? Chelsea. He's a Chelsea season ticket holder. Oh, really? No. Yeah. Still nil-nil, dear. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I spoke to him. So, And we haven't spoken about Frank Lampard, but let me ask you two's freeze question. Uh, no, I wouldn't have him at the club. Right. Good. Good. <laughs> How about you, George? It's a no for me, yeah. Uh, and Nigel? Uh, I wouldn't have a problem with him being manager of West Ham. It's not good enough. He's, he's, he's not good. He's, he's not. He's right not right achieved anything. Well, yeah, exactly. I'll, well, I'll doubt what what if, what West Ham manager has achieved anything. No, uh, but he's got David Moyes got Everton in the Champions League. Well, so did Frank oh, I Lampard. Think David Moyes, Pellegrini won the Premier League. Chelsea in the Champions yeah. League. Yeah. I think David Moyes fits West Ham. It's a good fit. And I don't think Frank Lampard Junior would be a good fit. I don't think he'd fit in the. Seats. I think he got the Chelsea job. I think it was just as a sort of stroke of circ- luck and circumstance that he got that job. He I got it. He, to, he didn't achieve anything at Derby, in my opinion. No, well, he, he got them to the playoff final. Yeah, but they lost. But if you look at where Derby are now. But they, yeah, but he had a team with Mount and Abraham and all these players. Oh, so he brought in. Yeah, he brought in, took on to Chelsea. And I mean, he had a good, he had a good season with them last year. Give him the circumstance. I think he proved enough at Chelsea that he, he's got the makings of a good Premier League manager. The, the problem with Frank is he's British, so he'll never be given a proper chance uh, to take the club to the top or, or be given the one. You know, Chelsea's the biggest club that would probably hire him. It, it's possible down the road, I don't know, he could get the likes of Tottenham. Um, I can't see him at Arsenal. But, Do you know what? 
He missed an opportunity. They told him, they offered him Avram Grant to mentor him, but he had a really obvious way to bring someone in to his mentor. Harry Redknapp. Harry Redknapp. Apparently, they don't really talk. I don't mean that's true. Oh, I've, yeah. Don't know where I saw that or heard that, but it was, it goes back to um, his dad and time at the club. So. I'll ask Harry that. I'm not sure about that, John. To be honest. No, I've 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 seen Harry and Frank together, uh, yeah. uh, and watching Frank Junior when he was playing. Still, anyway, it's not Chelsea podcast. No, it's not. Uh, but you asked a question. I know. Uh, Finn Bar Mackay, Okay the new, is loose loose about this podcast. He says, "Evening, gents. Uh, is it right that we can't do any more domestic loan deals? Well, that's been sorted because we've bought Ben Rama now." Sorted. If so, where do all the Lingard rumours come from? Uh, the press. There you go. Uh, can't see where he would fit into the team anyway. Uh, Brady out, says uh, Brady out. Finn Barr, who is a retired cat burglar, according to Facebook. Oh, interesting. There you go. So up in Scotland, the cats are now safe. Uh, Ed Hughes, uh, as Lynn would say, likes a bit of squirrel. Uh, evening, gents. He's buzzing. Can I just point out, Ed? I think you're over thirty. You're not allowed to use the word buzzing. Um, you're a bit old for that, yeah. We're supposed to be a bit more intelligent. But anyway, Ed is buzzing <laughs> that cool. we're firing on all cylinders. Cool story, bro. Yeah, <laughs> sign up Moyes ASAP, as he is the first manager I can remember for years who was clearly coaching the players to act as a team and be better. That's a good point. It is true. The, on, the only thing I would do with Moyes um, is I would say he needs to get a good recruitment department in and scouting. Moyes is very well known for wanting to do everything himself. He he, uh, he spends a lot of time going to as many games as he can. He hasn't been able to do that of late. But he, he, he doesn't like to send other people to do his scouting. He likes to do it himself. And I think he's been a bit resistant to get a big scouting team. He wants to review the videos himself. A resist, he's resistant. So Sullivan's going to him, right, what we need is a really big scouting team. And he's, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm not suggesting that. I'm, I'm saying, right. I told you it's a marriage of convenience, but I'm saying his reputation is he likes to do the scouting himself. He likes to see a player in person himself and not rely so on videos. He wants to watch like, all the videos as opposed to he Sullivan. Wants to watch, he's a bit of a control freak. Yeah, yeah. And, so he, and I don't think he's too keen. Let me finish. He's not too keen in bringing in a director of football either. He doesn't right. Look at you. Look at the team around him again. I say it's like Pierce and Noland, and these these people are people who will be able to pick a player as much as he can. So I'm sure he can delegate some of it. Well, I'd like to bring it to him, wouldn't they? What I've been told, he doesn't delegate well. Those kind of things. He 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 treats it like his own money. And he likes to make the final decision. Well, I don't think that's a bad thing. Good. Nice Nigel. question, please, Next Nigel. Up, it's, uh, it's the show for Mr. Noland. It's his evening old show here. 
It's what a time to be a West Ham fan for once. Uh, I must say, it was a really good game to watch last night. And for once, I did not think we were going to lose. Ramblings, he says, top four moments he's seen. Man United away in the cup with the Canio. Arsenal away at Ivory 3-1. When we won, Sol Campbell disappeared at half-time. Well, you must have disappeared early because we lost. We won 3-2, not 3-1. Um, and the only downside was no beer in the ground. Yes, uh, obviously he's talking about the last ever game at Ivory for West Ham. And then he says, Millwall away in 2003 when we lost 4-1, but we had our own train from London Bridge. And then Coventry away the same season. That was on my birthday, 7,000 fans. Oh, The theme here is I saw all these games without my wife, except one, and the one she did not attend resulted in the birth of our daughter. All right. So he saw all those games with his wife, except one. Um, and because he didn't go, they had a daughter. So if he went to the game, but she wasn't there, and because of that, I'd check. I'd get a DNA test on your daughter there, no. Because <laughs> something don't add up right there, if, um, if that's the case. It goes on forever. Uh, he says, uh, you may have seen, I got a kiss from Belinda on Monday. I feel privileged I made the cut for that one. His son has downloaded FIFA 15 for me the other day, and we played at Upton Park. was great and much better to play than the current one at the Thunderdome. Questions. I've cut a lot out, to be fair. did ramble on. Uh, do you think we'll sign anyone? I've sort of covered that. He likes to look at Lingard and the guy from Leipzig. Obviously, your spelling, Sean. It's actually Leipzig with an E. Uh, final question. How do I get bloody space in my post? I don't know, mate. Uh, is to win over the Mickey Masses on Sunday. Short but sweet is Paul Turner. Ten years ago, yesterday, he says... Uh, Half-time at Birmingham in the semi-final of the League Cup, we all thought we was off to Wembley. Yeah, we did. I was there. Yeah. Your thoughts on that night? Uh, gutted. What year was that? 2000. Uh, Ten uh, years ago, Sean. The clue's in the thing. Uh, Ten years ago yesterday. The lasting memory for that game for me was, well, there's a couple actually. There was a bit of trouble outside the ground. And was it was I there? The f- she was there. You weren't there, no. I went with Stephen. Um, oh, did you? Right, yeah, okay. and, I yeah, I remember that. And also, um, Carlton Cole scored an absolute worldie in the first half. Like, one of the best goals he's ever scored for us. And then I think we lost in extra time from Craig Gardner or one of the Gardners. Yeah, it was. It was Craig Gardner. We were 45 minutes from Wembley. I was... Uh trying to look on the local bus company's website about uh, an open-top bus to take 50 of us <laughs> and, and by the end of our full time, <laughs> luckily I hadn't booked that bus uh, because I was at half-time so sure we were going to Wembley. Uh, I, I was Googling the Reavers. Um, Cole scored a weldy, didn't he? I got yeah, yeah, but it was up. Uh, we, we, we were lucky in the first leg. I think our second goal went through um, the Birmingham keeper's legs. I don't think it was Joe Hart. I know he played at Birmingham around that time. I don't think it was Joe Hart who was in goal at Birmingham. But I think it was it, C- C- Craig Gardner turned the game um, for Birmingham in their favour. And we, we blew it. 
uh, what was the, the actual end of the game? It was three all, wasn't it? Did we lose on penalties? Or I think we actually got knocked uh, we out. We lost an extra time. We lost yeah. an extra time. Go to penalties, but um, yeah, I, I just remember we were pretty looking pretty good, even an extra time, I think. And then I think did we score or they? No, we was we were leading and they needed two. Yeah, and the minute they scored, we just looked like we couldn't kick a ball, and we were giving the ball away, and everyone's heads just went down, and it was it, just game over. So it was a, that's one of the one of the low lights for me that trip. <laughs> yeah, it was one one, 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 of, one of many. See, so Abraham yeah, wasn't that bad, was he? Got us forty five minutes from Wembley. How <laughs> loud for him. Oh uh, next up is Charlie Fawkes. Hello, boys. He says, top four moments personally witnessed. He's, he's showing his age here, Charlie. Uh, beating Arsenal in the cup quarter final in 75. Uh, West Ham 4, Man United 2, 1977. Uh, he said, it was an evening game. We went a goal down in the first minute, but the place was rocking. He was at the Iron Track for Frankfurt game. Uh, possibly the, the best night ever at Upton Park, I've been told many a time by different people. And the great Terry songs, he said, of the 70s. He said he used to get into the North Bank, and now before kickoffs, that's when it started. Knees up Mother Brown, maybe I'm a Londoner. Uh, Liverpool slums, um, Kevin Keegan running out the 30,000 singing, Kevin Keegan, where's your wife? Uh, Arsh, but funny. <laughs> Next up, Steve Lyons says, Evening, gents. Hope you're well safe. Top four moments for me were at FA Cup final, 1980. The Tevez goal against Spurs still makes the years on the back of his neck stand up. Uh, Lasagna Gate beating Spurs again, stopping getting Champions League. He was sat in a Trevor Brooking lower watching some Spurs fans giving it large while being removed by the stewards. Seeing go white as a ghost when the entire stand surged towards him. And they were good old days, weren't they? They used to walk the way fans round past the West Ham fans, throwing out. Again, another West Ham Spurs night. This is the Carts and Kitson game. 4-3 and the magic penalty being smashed in by Julian. That was a great night, actually. That was, um, was that, 96, wasn't it? Or was that when four three? Was that their debut? Um, was I don't know. I always get confused when their debut was because they had the Chelsea game where we beat them three two, and then you had the Tottenham game where we beat them four three. I think David Owls scored for Tottenham, um, and then we roared back into the game because they did make such a difference, didn't they? Oh, when they came, yeah, we were dead and buried without them. Without yeah, them. absolutely. Uh, he says, quick one for Canning Town. Len, he's not here. Couldn't be bothered to join us tonight, lazy sod. Uh, absolutely loving the goal scorer updates on Twitter. They are ace. Although I think, well, you'll come to this later, but I have put uh, 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 the picture that Len's done on WhatsApp because John doesn't have Facebook. So you, when you get to that point, you'll you know what you're talking about. He's misunderstood your comment, Nigel. Uh, yeah, I did. Um... <laughs> Wait, 
on on all of us. <laughs> it doesn't really show on me. There's not much more you can put on. Uh, to be but, fair, um, it fit if you put weight on you, but um, he's he's put weight on all of you because he thought you were saying that we're the top four podcasters. Oh right, yeah. All oh, right, so he's done. So he's, <laughs> he's taking it out of us. He's taking it out. So he's put weight on oh, you. Yes, now. I can it see it now. Life, like, to be honest, well, because I did uh, see him when I've I I not changed. Trade, but but he's, he's, he's 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 plumped you up, Georgie boy. <laughs> Unless obviously he's bumped into you during lockdown, and you actually look like that. Yeah, it looks like we've had our teeth out. <laughs> Swollen. Right, cracking Uh, on. Nicholas Harvey, evening, gents. Brady out, gets in early. Will it be a four hour special tonight for the top four? (laughs) I'm not sure about that. He said, top four West Ham moments. He's got the FA Cup in 80. The semi final in 2006 against Middlesbrough. The final game versus Manure. And the Canio's winner versus Chelsea, the 3rd of May 2003. Um, at the moment, it's happy days. A manager who takes the FA Cup seriously, fringe players who looks as they want to stake a claim for the first 11. You've getting a chance as well. Uh, how's it all going to fall apart? Or is Moyes actually changing the culture within the club for the better? Or is but isn't it- that what we think? As West Ham fans, and John will resonate with this, and I think probably Nigel, we just expect the car crash round the corner. You know, we expect to lose... You know, while I think we could turn over Liverpool, I just, you know, wait for a car crash that we lose 7-0 to. Well, you, you sort of see that goal last night against Palace and you think, oh, here we go. I've just, uh, I've but, just had my own risen too much over the yeah, years. You and, know? And, but then you sort of like, your hopes up, you know? But then you sort of look at it and you think, well, hold on a minute. At the moment, this ain't going to be the end of the world. So... It, who, you know, it, it's going to take a long time to change our attitudes to actually thinking that we might win or achieve anything. But you know, hopefully, hopefully, he is turning it around. Place in a European little, you know, Europa League little trip. You know, see, and this is the thing for me. I don't, as I said, earlier, I don't go by league placings. You know, we could finish eighth, but have forty 60, points, but have sixty-four points. So technically, that would be more points gained ever in the Premier League. Yeah. Oh, no. Still Breaking finish. news. This is going to really gut. Uh, sorry for interrupting, but you're going to be really upset about this. Go on. Alicia yes. hails next oh, oh. level Everton after sealing loan move from West Ham. That's old next news, level. Um, I know it's not. It's, but there's a picture of her in. A, yeah. Alicia, your favourite. She's gone to Everton. Um, She's gone to Everton on loan. Ethan Lemon. Oh, I honestly don't understand what you're talking about. She is the um, young lady who's that some people um, appreciate quite a lot. Who plays for West Ham? She's from Switzerland, um, and she, I think she was a captain, wasn't she? Um, and I don't quite understand why she's been allowed to leave on loan to. Uh, well, on, on our women's team, like bottom of the league, third from bottom. Yeah, so mm. well, ever well. not. So why well. would you let a really good? I thought she was one of our best. Probably player power in it. Well, she, she made the, the, she made the football look more attractive. 
Mm. It's a strange one. Um, but I don't I'm think she's... A, I'm not sexualizing. She, she, um, she's not... She's told Everton TV, it feels amazing to be here. Everton are a really big club and have done well this season. For me, it's my first choice to come here and I'm so happy it happened. Hmm. Cool story, bro. What's the next question, Nigel? Yeah. I don't know. Who's her guilt in play for? She plays for a football club and all. Um, blah, 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 blah. Who knows? All right, quick, right. Lord Leonard of Canning Town. Well, he's not here. Uh, should we put out a full-strength team? Um, Leonard did say yes. We should put a full team out. Definitely. Lynn had the good grace to answer a question that he was asked. Nigel's 4 now getting the credit he deserves, or are those of us who like him a lot seeing something that doesn't exist? Um, I don't no, think he's up. getting the credit he deserves. I think I think he's um, a player that I can see being here for the next six or seven years. Easily. Great player for me. Getting better and better. Yeah, it's getting better. Yeah, it's why you. It's why more you do persevere with young players sometimes. Yeah, um, especially young players that have come into the league and have not been brought up through our academies. Sean, you listening? Yeah. Why does AI Sean insist on publishing links to the articles from the Sun when all they spout is bollocks? AI is supposed to learn. What about AI? Well, AI, artificial intelligence. For you, I know sure. what it is. Yeah, so <laughs> obviously intelligence means you learn something. So what he's basically saying is is that AI, Sean, i.e. the Twitter account, it just bangs out uh, links. Right. He's banging out all, all the rubbish that the sun puts no. out. No, there isn't. No, it's there not AI, one. Sean, anymore. Isn't it? What you're talking about is... News twenty four by seven. Nothing, nothing, nothing to do with Sean anymore. So it's not your account. Well, definition of account? No, no. It's an account I control. What's your account then? What's your account? This is <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, it's not though, is it? It's a, it's an automated news um, aggregator. You set up and you let it go. It's AI Sean. Yeah. So it's called it's, it's, 247 News. So it's not really mine. Oh, fuck off. Oh, sorry, Nick. A waste of a question there on him. Uh, it says, on the subject of other guff, talking to Sean speaking, uh, I must just comment on the 11 years of GSB show. Uh, all they've done is show contempt and disdain towards the history of the club and the fans, as well as demonstrating how they're simply not very good at running football clubs. Plural. See that, Sean? There you go. As always, um, Brady out. Stuart Link. Evening, lads. This is top four he's witnessed. He says, bearing in mind he's still a young pup. He says, uh, the boys of 86, two promotions recent years under Pards and the Hippo. The night we beat Bowling, this was a great night. The night we beat Liverpool in the Cup uh, in 88, when Ince scored that scissor kick, the atmosphere was unreal that night. Um, yes, Liverpool put out their reserve. Uh, Mike Hooper was in goal, bad own goal by Steve Staunton. Tony Gow got the other goal as well as Ince got two. Uh, the Canio Old Chatford. Quick question, he says. Um, given the choice come May, would you prefer either 
Champions League spot and the money that will bring into the club, along with the attraction for even better players to want to come and play for us next season, as well as keeping the superstars we have. But then get knocked out of the cup in the next round against the Manx or win the FA Cup, slip down the league in the ninth or tenth. Have no, he's, he's contradicted himself, yeah, because he's then put and have no European Cup competitions to play in next season. But you will do if you win the FA Cup. Exactly right. <laughs> That's why I thought he said he's contradicted himself. Well, so um, he, for, he's going for the cup. What's your thoughts? Cup for me. Uh, see, cup for me, but any other year, if if we can't go to the cup final, the year West Ham win the cup final, which in my lifetime will be the first time ever, I don't know what I'd do. How I'd feel. Obviously, I'd be <laughs> overjoyed and elated. Yeah. But but if we'd have won it in if we'd have won it in two thousand and six, and we haven't managed to get a ticket, you'd have watched it on the telly of everyone else, you know. Yeah, but so you managed to get us a ticket, so... Well, yeah, it wasn't very easy, but... Yeah, but we, we were there. The chances of us getting a ticket this time round... Are a lot higher. We know Sean. <laughs> uh, I'll, take, I'll take a cut win. Well, good news. Burnley have just pulled it back to 2 all. I've seen that, yeah. 3-2. Um, two. What, two what do all. you think, Nigel? Well, uh, 3-2 now. 3-2. Uh, uh, Oh, right, me. It's the cup. It's the cup all day long because because finishing top four, it's just fourth place. We'll have one season in Champions League. We'll, we'll go out in the qualifying rounds and end up in the UEFA Cup, where we'll be in that if we win the FA Cup. But the, the fans will have something to look back on. Glory, I always say, football fans, we we do it for the glory. The, you want to see people win trophies, players will want to look back and they'll have a medal to look back on or to sell for their kids in the future, if so be needs it. But at least they'll have that. You know, only I think I think I worked out only thirty three players have ever won an FA Cup medal with West Ham. Um it's either thirty three or thirty six, I can't remember. But that's all that's it. Um that's all that's won. So that's a select band, isn't it? Really, when you think of how many football players have played for West Ham. Uh, could you imagine if we won the FA Cup, though, and we couldn't be there? Well, I know where I'd be, FA Cup day. And it, it would be at Wembley, even if I'm outside watching it on my phone. Yeah. Uh, you'd probably get arrested. Well, apparently five uh, autograph hunters, in brackets, um, were um, fined outside the game on Saturday. Yeah, well, it's, it's obvious, isn't it? Stuff like that nowadays. Um, Sorry, I just had to... I've got I got something on. Um, not sure they were autograph hunters, but... <laughs> Um, well, they were selling them, weren't they? Our, our mate Andy Sheldon. I don't know if you saw her. Well, I don't, <laughs> a, the thing is, I don't exchange. They weren't Andy sitting. Sheldon went, five people travelled 20 miles to get autographs to sell on auction sites. <laughs> and someone wrote to him, grass. And, and he wrote oh, back, I don't, police. George, I, I don't think you understand the concept of policing. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Grass, a policeman. Fining people for COVID restrictions, you grass. <laughs> yeah, don't I mean, worry about I that, mate. That's I, I, I don't get the 
if they actually were there to collect autographs, I don't get the, f- the mentality of it. No. Unless they were there with flags doing something else. But then when Challenge said they were collecting off, autographs. They're fireworks. That seems to be the, uh, the in thing these days, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, I think they can only exercise locally. So unless they were doing that, then. Anyway. Oh, How many fine. more we got? Nigel. I don't know. Keep coming. Alan Woody Woodhouse, he's got a question. Uh, in the past, we failed to cash in on the likes of Antonio Payet, Lanzini and Arnautovic when their values have been high. Is there anyone you'd consider selling now or in the summer who you may feel may be at their peak in order to raise funds to reinvest? No. No. I wouldn't want to get rid of Rice. I I think they've got to keep Rice. That's why I was talking about trying to get Mountain on loan just to... Winston Reed is at the peak. Never play again. Um, Yeah, Winston Reed. But the the question... No, there's no one. Player at their peak. So you wouldn't sell... So if someone come in and and said... Give you big money, fifty no. million for Suchek. No, no, move on. No, I wouldn't want to. Right, okay. Oh. Not selling club, mate. Uh, you're wrong now, but still. Uh, next up, it's your mate Sean Gary Prince. He wants to wish you a belated happy birthday. Uh, although we are fourth in the table, there's a few teams with games in hand just behind us. Oh. Oh, who cares? A man talking common sense at last. Who cares? Uh, Live the moment. Live the dream. Move on. Do we know why the broadcasters don't show a points per match table, which would be more useful? He's gone for the top four moments. He's got the Decanio volley, the last match at the bowling, the away win at Mets, and the last playoff final. I'm not sure the last playoff final would be a top four moment for me. Uh, but he hasn't got an order. I thought that was an awful game of football, to be fair. But still. I've got five more minutes. You're talking about five more minutes. I've got five more minutes before I've I've got to sort out a, a family issue. Oh, right. You've got to get back to Hugh. Uh, Graham Farrar says, very impressive performance last night, fighting till the end to get another goal. Very good team performance. Fornells was the only questionable player last night. Oh, not for me. Uh, he frustrates me. Graham. Uh, amazing pass to create the goal and a few really good runs. He's got amazing potential, but his decision-making and lack of willingness to shoot at times baffle me. I thought Antonio was unlucky and deserved a goal for all the hard work he puts in. Uh, next up, Sean Cronin. Uh, he's got his four. He says, two new away at Ipswich, and they were bloody good in the 70s. He said, Derek Owl's got both. I believe that was 1978, still went down. Um, but Derek Owl's got a couple of good goals. 2-2 two, two home to Norwich. Uh, two down with eight minutes to go. Mental, he says. Four new away to Chelsea in 86, and uh, the final home game. Jazz Apple, uh, Super Jazz, it says, I hope you're not serious when you said you would consider Scott Parker to come yeah, in over in this season. No, well, he yeah, yeah, I wouldn't bother me. Um, uh, he says, that's what he says. Michael Levy Jr. How you doing, Mike? 
Sol Sigurd superstar of uh, North Tenerife. Uh, we were all wrong about Moyes, weren't we? Uh, he, he'll admit it. We're looking organised and good. Will the wheels come off our squad? It's thin. Nigel, when was the last time we won six on the spin, not including the championship? And Sean, what's the best red wine to have with Manchego cheese? I'm not a big red wine fan, if I'm honest with you. Uh, Sean doesn't know stuff like that. Pap. <laughs> Just pluck a name of wine out of the air. Uh, I'm not sure when we last won six on the spin, including two cup games against lower league opposition. (laughs) Um, But I would add to the guess, because he did say not including the championship. Um, Oh, no. Yeah, no, I wouldn't know. It's It's a story. It's another story. I I mean, the points of the game and this one is a two stories. Picked up three stories today, so that's great. All right. Well, uh, quickly, the last time we won four Premier League games uh, on the trot is not that far, actually. It was under Pellegrini. Oh. In 2018. There you go. That absolute donkey of a manager. Yeah, he managed it. Moving Uh, on. Sean's mate, Dave Baker, chairman Dave, he says, as it was all Sean's birthday this week, what's the best West Ham birthday present you have received he says, or bought for yourself. Um, West Ham present. Yes. That's what he said. Yeah, you're not listening? No, he's not. I don't know. Bought for myself. John Oz would be the tour of the um, Upton Park, wouldn't it? Bought for yourself. Yeah, I, had that. I, got, uh, I got a cup winning signed shirt one year as well. With uh, Trevor Brookin and Billy Bond signed. Got to get a few gifts over the years. Yeah, no, bought for yourself. I mean, I've got a Billy Bond signed. No, he's um, a gifted or bought for yourself. All right, okay. I I, I bought a, a Bobby Moore signed program. Do you remember? One year for myself. Do you remember John? From, what's his name? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, who was it from? Bobby Moore. <laughs> Um, well, you, you got you got me a program for the banner that I bought from the auction. Yeah, you got me a program for that one year. That was good gift. Yeah, uh, yeah, I've got two. What you should say is right. Just to keep keep um, uh, uh, cutting town Len on the side is, is the, the portrait. Thank you. Portrait. Sean. Well done. <laughs> See, getting back on side, he takes some weight off. <laughs> they are good, our portraits. Yeah, they are good. Not the fat ones, though. Right, guys, if you're going to carry on, I've, I've got 10 minutes to sort something out. Is there many more? Uh, Yeah. I mean, I'm happy to wrap it up. I'm happy to say, say goodnight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Can we carry them over? Uh, only because I've, I've got something to sort <laughs> Uh, and we'll carry over the remaining questions to, to next week. How, can't how's that? carry over questions <laughs> this week. Well, I, I've, I'd like to think that we can beat Liverpool. And I reckon we're going to do them 2-1. I'll say 1-0. I'll say 2-0. Do I carry on Nigel? 
because there's still quite a few so if you go right, well, on you, you carry on on your own but, you carry um, on uh, I will soldier on to you the listeners I can't believe you're actually how, doing that how many more oh, oh, no, no, what just my wife's asking a question well you go and answer it to her Sean before you go answer this yeah because he wants to know it's quite Actually, my wife says, I hear one of the panel is enjoying a new show. Uh, can I ask what name he and the rest of you would use on stage? Uh, so, basically, uh, the new show I'm watching is Drag Race UK, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I, I sort of watched by accident uh, and thought it was very funny. So, I'm just finishing off the first series. and. Um, the, the, the drag name I would use would be um, Bobby Hoare. Um, so that would be my drag name. Right. So if, if, could you think of any West Ham related drag names that we oh, use? Um, uh, Billy Bondage. Billy Bondage, there you go. Put <laughs> it in straight away. That's one for Sean, really. But oh, you can have that, George. Billy Thank Bondage. Uh, John? Uh, Paula. Paula Dick. <laughs> Hard cardio. <laughs> oh, Sean? Is he still there? He's, he's gone. Is he gone? Oh, oh, yeah. Two good ones. We'll, we'll go with that next week, actually. We'll have to run next. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that's a great one. Oh, dear. Anyway, if you want to laugh, people, what's RuPaul's? <laughs> it's funny. It is funny. Uh, I'm as PC as ever when I watch it anyway. So, But um, it is funny. Uh, I'm going to crack on and you boys can slink away whenever you want. <laughs> How many generally, Nigel? How much is there? Generally? Well, Gen- genuinely. We've got one... Uh, we've got about three on Facebook. Or four on go Facebook. On, just, just get through them, Nigel. Go on, quick. Go on, right, nice. Quickly. Right, next up, Belinda Kaikitis says, Evening peeps. Should evening for once words foul me, uh, which is not true because she's done the longest post I think she's ever done. <laughs> so obviously, words haven't fouled her. Typical woman. Uh, fourth, she oh, says, probably only for 48 hours, but who cares? Uh, she says, I'm, I'm fo- watching football, she actually enjoys when Paddy scored in the first three minutes. I didn't think the game over already, which is unheard of. She put question of the day, Lingard, good or necessary? Good. Good for me. If, 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 if it's out of those two options, good. Yeah, good. Uh, finally, Sunday brings on the second Liverpool fixture of the season and therefore unrest and misery in Kaikitis Towers. Um, let, I sort of know where that tower block is. That's on the, on the embarking thing. And uh, as you might remember, Mr. K and Master K, both Liverpool fans. However, this time, I might just be the one smiling. Uh, she loves the show. Four kisses and happy birthday. Sean gets an extra kiss. I hope she's right. Uh, da, 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 John Ants. 
are you doing, John? It's his evening, lads. He says he's currently on a diet, but will probably put weight on with the amount of humble pie I'm eating regarding David Moyes. Uh, and then his, his top moments, he goes for the first game in 1989 versus Bradford, winning 2-0 with a brace from Stuart Slater, which got me hooked. All the best. Brady out. Yes, that was just after we've been relegated. Theo, another Greek, Theo Athenitis. You like to tell me how to spell your name, Theo, but for now you're just Theo. Wow, that sounds like a Champions League lineup. <laughs> now you've heard it, you know it ain't. Uh, he's given his top four a lot of forethought, and he'd say, when we beat Norwich, you have, you'll get his age now, uh, Theo's age, he said, when we beat Norwich by four, and Antonio got all four, which highlight of lockdown one. Highlight two would be Andy Carroll at the back post against West Brom 2018 to win 2-1. He was sat in his seat at the Olympic Stadium. Payette's free kick against United in the FA Cup. Fantastic goal that was, Theo. And his favourite was the Koncheski Cup final cross. He got to see it live at the Millennium. <laughs> he was only seven. Uh, oh. Just one question, too. Does Sean know if there have been any approaches for any of our young goalers, and Nang in particular? Sean knows jack shit, Theo. I'm sure you must have worked that out by now. Uh, cheers for everything. Next up. It's the old Dodsey. Uh, all right, my answers. How you's doing? He actually puts straight to it. It's his fourth in the league. Dolphins, unbelievable. We should have won 8-2 last night. Isn't it great to be a West Ham fan? Even Nigel and the Maid Merriam must be positive, uh, but probably not. Uh, based on last week's show, Sean, the only rappers you like are chocolate rappers. Uh and on a serious note, he says, happy birthday. Hope you enjoyed the cupcakes. And as Nigel gave you a night off Monday, hope you did what we all did best, ate, drank and got merry. Well, he's not had a drink. And to be fair, he's, he's certainly eating. Diet. No, he's, he's eating. So I'm not sure what, what merry bit there is. Um, have, you, have you zoomed in recently then, John, have you? Yeah, I'd say you'd want to zoom out, wouldn't you, to be fair, <laughs> to get him all in. Uh, he, he says, what a deal it was to prevent Snodgrass from playing against us. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, uh, because of it, Big Fat Sam got in trouble. That's a double bubble, was Nigel and Len would say. Questions to tantalise you. Um What's happened to the two surveys completed by the club and Amish United? Where are the results to be continued, Dodds? He said he loves four nails, believes his skills and work rate. That ain't a question. Do you agree, along with Suchek and Rice, he's one of the first three on the team sheet? Four well, nails. For, one of the for Moyes, yeah, for Moyes he is. Not for, I, I rate him, but I'm more on that side of the people saying they find him a bit frustrating. I think he's got a lot about him and it's a bit like Bowen. There's a lot of potential in there, but at, at the minute, I guess... Their, de- their decision-making and final ball is lacking at the moment. But, you know, you, you can see it's... You can see... I've, I've seen the improvement in Funnels this season and I think he will get only get better, as will Bowen, hopefully, as well. Because Bowen has got it and he, he is quality. <laughs> he's good. He's a good Premier League player. Um, and then he's gone to say, is Nigel's dog named after me? He does share your name, Dodsey. Yeah, we call him Dodsey. 
Uh, and as he registered with Rada now, he's an actor having walked across the video screen and did a bit of job to Nigel, which is what happened on Amish United. My dog thought he'd pop in um, for a visit. Next up is Scott Crosland. He said, evening all. You've prof- probably waffled in about this some way during the podcast, but top four... Good players, good spirit, good results. I'm not scared when we go 1-0 down at the moment because he thinks we'll nick one back. Uh, Here's a question. Uh, What the fuck is going on? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, We don't know. We just don't know. Uh, I don't think anyone knows. Uh, oh, and he says, cheers for the storyboard, Len. It didn't get me the gig with Hanna-Barbera, though, because some hippie with a dog got it. So uh, that's a message for Shaggy. Uh, obviously, it was them pesky kids. All right. Next up, I think we, it's Martin Payne. He says, I think we know we won't stay fourth, but would you say it's been a successful season if we finish anywhere above ninth? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I'd, again, as I say, look at the points tally, not so much put league positions, a funny old league. Uh, opinions has asked where realistically do we think we can finish realistically quickly where do you think we can finish seventh uh, or sixth uh, I think we'll finish eighth or ninth to be honest uh, Amma Kev says uh, loving all forms of the pods gents thank you very much given our lofty league position would you press on and get loans or loans to buy he says, look at the impact of Suchek and Rice in the middle. Oh, Suchek is made in the middle. If we lost Rice, Suchek, Antonio Creswell, we would do the great start. So quickly, his question is, uh, press on and get loans or loans to buy? I would get a loan. I would get a loan to buy. Myself, get a striker, loan to buy. Uh, I'm exactly with you there, John. Uh, I would take a, sh- a short-term loan. I'd, actually, I do like the Depends sound of Costa, what you said. You get him in till the end of the season, maybe offering him like a one-year deal after. Yeah, just a rolling contract. Yeah. So you just, like I say, you don't have to pay in the big money. Give him a signing-on fee if there's this thing. I just think, you know, it's an option. It would show ambition, I know it's short-termism, but we're... No, but sometimes... It's a, it's a weird season, isn't it? It is, and sometimes by having players like that, they, they can do a lot off the pitch as well. Um, I just look at look at when we got Sheringham, yeah. you know, the difference he made. You know, you look at the, you look at these sort of players come in. Oh, yeah, I think it'd be good. I think he'd, he'd fit well with West Ham as well. His attitude, he's a nasty player. Mm. Yes, yeah. Uh, John Bish says, do you guys think not having the fans at games has contributed to our successful start to the season? And would we have done as well if fans had been there? I don't know. The press like to say that and say that that's the case. I'm not so sure on that. I think there's times where, you know, a lot of the times, a lot of the games I've watched look like training games. It's just not the effort and energy going on. So um, I'm, I don't really agree with that. No, I do actually. <laughs> I, f- I think, but not specifically West Ham. I think across the whole of the league, I think the league has panned out the way it has because there's no fans in the ground. Uh, teams are taking points off of other teams because they're playing with less pressure. Yeah, 
So I think it's concertina in. Um, ben Harshaw says he enjoyed last week's midweek pod, but I had deluded his Sean. He very. Tell us about it. Uh, Zach wants to know if Sean would snog Nigel on camera if it meant West Ham would play Champions League football next year. Not on your life would I allow that. Uh, a big fan of Sean's on Twitter has asked, um, has Sean got some dignity for his birthday? He said, if not, we'll have a quick whip round. Hello, um, guys. <laughs> this back. is right. Oh, oh, Sean, hey, I mean, West Ham Rambles has asked uh, if Sean got some dignity for his birthday. Um, he said, if not, we'll have a quick Very whip round. All out, mate. Yeah. He said, be interested to see how many versions of the payment for Ben Rama he's made up, reported <laughs> uh, so far. <laughs> I've already started that. Yes. So it obviously is a, a winter signing. Yes. And I'm uh, counting it twice. Uh, Dan3160, 3443 on Twitter, has asked this question three times because he did ask it on Monday because he's always in. He said, will Sean Senior Source be adding any more, um, in brackets, actresses to the board to provide his half-time entertainment at home matches? Kira Knightley, maybe. Um, Pixie Lock, um, Lot. Um, Pixie Lot. Sylvia Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, Steve Sean. Yes. Nigel, oh, oh, how many questions are left now? Uh, a couple. Um, Okay, before we could let me know, I, I want to ask Sean a question right at the end. Yeah. Evening, gents. Good work, says Craig Woolman. He enjoys the podcast. Uh, his first time comment from Craig. It's now the time to spend with a good position halfway point in Billish's first season and Anadice's last, but didn't he particularly improve the squad come January and fell away? Didn't kick on. Brady out. Sean, good time to spend now. <laughs> Thank you very much for that comment. Yeah. So is back. that for me? Admiral Akbar says, any ideas why Rio presents himself as a Man United fan? No, I don't. Well, yeah, I do. He spent most of his career there and he captain Man United and on the hammer um, because he did most of his best work at West Ham. He's not really known for his time at Sunderland or at QPR. <sighs> And with that, I believe we have finished. Uh, Go on, John. Sean, are you there, Sean? I am here, John. Okay, a minute ago, Nigel asked a really good question about what would your drag name be? <laughs> yes, that was the question my wife asked. Uh, because uh, so they really sit, they sit there in the evenings watching RuPaul programs. Race UK. They come in every week, every episode. They have to dress up differently, apparently. So they all sit in the front room watching this program, and they made up their own names. What would you be your name, Sean? Did you do yours. We did do ours, yeah. And what can you tell me? What they are? What was yours, George? Uh, Billy Bondage. Oh, mine was <laughs> my, my, mine was Paolo DiCardio. Uh, oh, yeah, and I yeah. was Bobby Hall. Bobby Hall. Um, 
Uh, oh. <laughs> Sean Racker is very trying to think of a West Ham player. Yeah, I'm trying to think of one that's humorous because you've caught me. You know, I like to um, prepare for questions. Um, do you want to do you want to come back to us next well, week? Then we'll, you come we'll, back. Yeah, we'll throw it out. To, we'll throw it out to listeners. So listeners well, can comment on Nathan Put it as next week's question. So we want to throw it out. What um West Ham related? Yeah. Or, or it could be his name related. Yeah. 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 Wet. Um, so that's it. That is, and that's end of this week's Facebook <laughs> question time. Yeah. Thank you for bearing anyway. with me. And thank you for everyone that, yeah. that does. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been Sean. Nigel has been. Uh, I think we'll lose to Liverpool. Oh, you, yeah, because we did ours early. John has been. Uh, I've, I've enjoyed myself. And George has been? Yeah, I've been here. What's for dinner, George? Uh, Thai green curry. It's just about to be ready. Come on, you irons. Bye. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. I forgot to mention, Depart got to number one in the hit chart on iTunes and number eight in the top 40 very briefly. I know George, uh, I know uh, Nigel likes this and we're only two minutes away. So uh, goodbye, everybody. And we're going to let Depart um, sing you out. That last year, we nearly went down, so respect the rise. Grab my ball and I run with it like I'm Declan Rice. It was broke, now I'm just trying to mend my mind. Writing lines, yeah, I'm living that detention life. Yeah, I'm living at detention life I don't need your acceptance I grab my ball and I run with it like I'm Declan Rice Yo Was moving at a good pace through a spanner in the wheels You ain't Declan Rice, don't roll with hammers in the field But neither have I But at least I don't claim to have Really ain't the same as man working Got this fame to grab Don't care about money, I just want to be heard I just want to stand out, not just be one of the herd you heard the deep parts, the realest style. Didn't think I'd chart, so can you tell me how you're feeling now? A good team had to put feelers out like a scout does the realest out. Can't have that conversation without us. See, I only put facts on the beat. So with this music, don't pay it straight back to the street. You see, I see these men there and attack when it's right. That's a CDM there, are you catching these rhymes? You can buy bear packs, but ain't a match for the side. You can buy bear packs, but ain't a match for the side. No, no. Yeah, we nearly went down, so respect the rise. Grab the ball and I run with it like I'm Declan Rice. It was broke, now I'm just trying. I'm in my mind, writing lines, yeah, I'm living that detention life, yeah, yeah, I'm living that detention life, I don't need your acceptance, I grab the ball and I run with it like I'm dead, let me right. talk to grab the Yo. ball and I run with it like Yo. I'm dead, by my side in a battle, only men that are noble, smash the UK, maybe them will be global, or at least go to Europe like the Europa League, if you're hating on me, one day I hope you see, if you hope to see me failing, then that's hopeless, G, when you combine this work ethic with the skill that I have, I got the captain's armband, yeah, I'm the man of the match, I got the captain's armband, yeah, I'm the man, like, long shots like J. Cole, but I ain't got a crooked smile, the way I slide in, two-footed's wild, should get sent off, but the ref shook, 
Look into my eyes, you see that dead look? That's because I'm damaged by my youth, but I'm glad, cause that's what made me a savage in the booth. Now I find a heartbeat and then I cram it with the truth. If you can't see, I'm real, then put that camera there on Zoom like. Yeah, we nearly went down, so respect the rise. Grab the ball and I run with it like I'm Declan Rice. It was broke, now I'm just trying to mend my mind. Writing lines, yeah, I'm living that detention life. Yeah, yeah, I'm living that detention life. I don't need your acceptance, I grab the ball and I run with it like I'm Declan Rice. Grab the ball and I run with it like I'm Declan. I'm the realest, no cap, like the letters all lowercase. If they don't know the name, I guarantee they know the face. Back then was dots and mains, block already know the place. Hit the beat with similar force to what an explosion makes. I'm colossal, I'm cooking like my brother T's brand. That's why you never see me fall and only see me stand. Up for the things I stand for and I believe and old school geezer in a pub down in East Ham. Tell the barman I want some crisps and a pint of Amstel. That don't mean I ain't hood cause I am still pain in my life caught with more than you could handle search but i still ain't found no peace like mantle moving all promiscuous rocking nice timberlands feeling all my land because i don't know what got into man don't think i'm humble because it seems it on the instagram quick two-footed slide i could injure man last year nearly went down so respect the rise just a brother trying to ball like i'm declan rice yeah we nearly went down so respect the rice grab the ball and i ran with it like i'm declan rice i don't need your acceptance Grab the ball and I run with it like I'm Declan Rice. Grab the ball and I run with it like I'm Declan. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.